guys. Welcome to another episode of That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. My name is Brie. My name is Jamie, and we're two sides of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brie, what are we talking about tonight? Let's go over our two, uh, two big topics that we had in mind. There's so many things on our mind tonight, but I think the number one thing that we've been talking about now for about a week is almost like these mini disclosures. So... The Tom DeLonge to the Stars campaign and also the release of the JFK files. Our two kind of ones we'll go into, kind of the two trends that are happening right now, simultaneously kind of going on. Um, right. Let's talk, let's talk first about Tom DeLonge because I think we both have a lot to say about him. Mm-hmm. So for people who don't know, Tom DeLonge is in Blink-182 and he recently has come out as like this kind of disclosure warrior inside of the exactly. extraterrestrial yeah in this in the extraterrestrial field and he's like coming out and he's like I'm gonna expose everything and I have all these high up like right. contacts who tell me all the information and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one who brings you the truth. Mm-hmm. Um yeah you could see it on um YouTube. I think it was actually a Google Hangout. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much Doing this whole, look what I have for you. This is such a big deal. This is going to rock your life. I'm doing the big disclosure. I've done all of the field work for you guys. Here it is. Yeah. And he, he recently opened up to the Stars Academy. Right. Um, and he's saying that he is going to investigate... UFOs and aliens and space and all this kind of stuff, but he doesn't say it in that way. He says it in a very, like, roundabout way. He's like, through media and books and entertainment and this and that, we're going to bring you the truth. I feel like he wants to be his own NASA in a way, but how he's saying, how you know, media and arts, that's what it is, arts and sciences. So what's confusing to me is what do they mean by, you know, doing big movie productions? Yeah, that's definitely in a lot of the wording. If you go to his website and look at that, there's a lot of that kind of wording where he's talking about, like, big movies and things like that. It kind of is a little bit reminiscent to me of, like, um, the government purposely putting out certain types of movies in order to get the population accustomed to something before something happens. Yeah, like, just a little bit of seeds here and there. So, like, yeah, so, you know, recently we've had all this crazy weather going on, and then they released a movie called, like, The Storm or whatever, and it was about weather manipulation and, like, the government fucking with big giant storms. Um, so one thing that was really interesting was in the beginning of his uh, whole spiel, there's a quick movie. And even just based off how they shot it, how he's kind of in a plain backdrop and a little chair sitting there looking up at the camera, like, you know, this this big secret that's been going on for 70 years. Mm -hmm. He made it sound so intense, like he was just going to rip the top off out of this thing and just let it all go. And you hear all these people... And you're halfway excited, and then you're also kind of like, you're still playing Ring Around the Rosie. Definitely. In my opinion. Yeah. It wasn't straight out. No. Here's the information. I was expecting him to be like. But that's also very reminiscent of things that NASA does. NASA has these, like, huge, like, we're going to drop some knowledge. And then they do, and it's, like, something so dumb that we all already knew. Like, yeah. Okay, guys. Mm -hmm. Way to hype it up. And I definitely think that. He's doing something like that where he's like, I have this information. But then he, like, never tells you. He's like, but I'll tell you if you invest in my business. 
Right. Well, okay. So Help me find the answers. Honestly, though, I really don't feel like the whole um, bit, whatever you want to call it. I don't feel that his whole spiel was just about money. No, no, I don't think so either. What I definitely think is going on is kind of the same thing that happened with Stephen Greer a little bit back in 1991. The government goes and finds these people with these huge egos and said, you know what? Everything you're talking about is right, and I'm going to confirm everything, and you're going to be the person who's going to bring it to the masses. And it definitely feeds into these people who have very large egos. I think the first time they did it was they did it with like a an ER doctor. He was, a, you know, they were like, we need a respectable, no one would think he was crazy. He's scientific. He has a head and his shoulders. We're going to have him do it. And he's going to start this, you know, disclosure that's going on. I don't think it was full on government. Um, I think a big part like, of it was. I think a big part of it was, is what got that situation moving. Especially, know. you know, with Stephen Greer, like, you know, allegedly having meetings with presidents and briefing them on things like that. It's definitely, there's a heavy government involvement. And just like with Tom DeLonge, he has a lot of government contacts that he talks about. Right. It's a lot of people. So I'm not saying that, you know, it's a government cover-up or anything like that. I just think that the government is definitely picking people that they're giving information to that they're not giving to other people. Right. I can totally see that. But in my opinion, I feel like Tom DeLonge is absolutely nothing even close to Stephen Gould. No, no. They're completely opposite. Yeah. So, So what they did is they tried with this doctor and this doctor went to this approach and you but know he's what? doing a great Wait, job he's doing a great job but i didn't i don't think it happened on the scale they wanted it to so what do they do one step bigger a fucking rock star exactly. somebody who's in a type of band where they're not going to call them crazy if they believe in extraterrestrials but definitely the people who listen to him are going to be interested in this kind of stuff absolutely and he can bring this this subject out there to a bigger and more mass world i think that that's definitely why the government is you know quote unquote contacting him and telling him things because they see that on it can be more exposed on a bigger scale because of him. Maybe, you know, Stephen Greer was their their first, like, this is going to be it. And because it didn't work, they're like, next step. We got to do something bigger. And I think that's because Stephen Greer takes a whole consciousness aspect um, more into play than Tom DeLong. I love Stephen Greer. He has a pretty big ego. I'm not going to argue that, but his, but I do love Stephen Greer too. I agree. His foundation is a hundred percent point on, and that's consciousness first, and then contact. Oh yeah, no, because that's how it works. The two and the two big things about Stephen Greer and Tom DeLonge is they're very opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, like one big thing is so Stephen Greer thinks that you know aliens are good things. It's this is a good thing that's happening. Tom DeLonge is so convinced that aliens are bad and they're going to attack us and like this horrible thing is going to happen. That's and why just, I'm not for him. The, yeah, he has such a different approach to the subject than Stephen Greer does. But you had a really good point saying about how it didn't work with Stephen Greer so they're going to Tom DeLonge Mm -hmm. because since Stephen Greer is so consciousness based um, he's reaching a certain type of crowd and you really have to be into that whole like do your meditation do your inner work oh yeah absolutely you know you have to do you know the um, the contact of the fifth kind you know his whole um, CE5 thing everything is consciousness based and I also feel that um, maybe the government isn't in on that because obviously if you're going to expand your consciousness and know that it has such a big play on your reality, your world, the people that you're, the beings I should say that you're going to come in contact with, that like blows everything up that what happens with all this little shit means absolutely nothing on that scale. Yeah. With Tom DeLong, he's reaching the everyday mainstream person. How you were saying, you yeah, know, this rock two different star. crowds, yeah. Yeah, I mean anyone could be like, "Oh yeah, so what does he has to say?" Because 
they're, they're more not people, intimidated yeah. by that. I know, don't yeah. want to call people dumb, but it's like, yeah, you know well, what's... Ugh, it's so. definitely, it's just reaching a different crowd, and I think that that's what the government is kind of, like, orchestrated in right now, is they're trying to reach a different crowd, and that's okay. That just means that they're bringing more disclosure. You know, me and Brie both watched a video. I don't remember the guy's name. What was the show he was on? I wish I could remember, but shout out to um, Talk is Cheap. It's on YouTube. I don't know where else their podcast is, but... I absolutely love that show. And he was just, he he had a really good point. And his point was, is like, we already saw all this in 2001 with Stephen Greer. And now it's happening again with Tom DeLonge. Is, are they, are they going to disclose things to us in our lifetime? Mm-hmm. Are we just going to keep going in this circle over and over and over again of trying to get information out there and not being able to do it properly? And he was so pissed because he felt like this is a washed down version, which is exactly on point. If anyone has watched any of the press club briefings or any of this whole disclosure project, when Stephen Greer came out, he hit him head on. He had, you know, testimony after testimony from all these high ranking officials and Tom DeLonge. I mean, he has a few, but the things that they were coming out with, they weren't shockers. It no. was like, oh, we, I want to, I want to make that. Talking about back engineering. I was going to say back engineering technology. They definitely talked about like this technology is real and, you know, this company needs to obtain it so we can back engineer it. But the funny part of it is, is that we've already back engineered it. We already have it. We already have done it. So really, realistically, what are we really giving him money for? Also, another thing I don't like about Tom DeLonge is he won't say UFOs and he won't really say aliens. He He calls them UAPs. UAPs. Which is a Which is fine, but I just think it's interesting that he really skirts around the word UFO. But he could that could be purposely. I mean, maybe in in wanting respect. I mean, I mean personally, I, guess. I am a hundred percent on board that the term UFO has this like people assume two things. One, mm-hmm. sci-fi, like that's a sci-fi concept. And mm-hmm. two, you're crazy. Yeah. Though with Stephen Greer, when he came on, they were more like these things happen, extraterrestrials are real, the government knows, they know about at least seven different entities. We you know, all these things like bam, 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 bam. Tom DeLong, they were like, so we want to back engineer these things. We want to explore. We well, don't want to hide it from the and public. Not, and not just that, so but it also wasn't intense. But not just that, but also give me money to do it. Which I think is a very different approach than what Stephen Greer was doing. And I watched, uh, I want to say they're called UFO Hunters, or is that what they're called, Mm -hmm. the video I sent you? Oh, I don't know. But there's a show, and it was UFO Hunters, I thought. There was an an episode of, I want to say it's like UFO Hunters or Alien Hunters or something like that on YouTube. And they were... um, talking about this Tom DeLong thing and they were kind of going into like you know the Stars Academy and who owns it and what parent company it's oh, a part of. Oh that's what you sent me. Yeah and I got deep into this like Tom DeLong basically trying to ask for money to cover the losses of other companies that he owes. Selling stocks of share for way cheaper than what they're actually are way more expensive than what they're really worth right now because he's trying to get a big amount of capital and he knows if he gets a big amount of capital pushed into him by donations that the price of his stock will rise so then people will start to buy it but at the same time like so what that's with every single thing here if you want to make money do you really think that if you were gonna say i'm gonna start this foundation those things cost money. But here, you can't do it without okay. asking for money. And that's that's understandable and that's fine. But you also have to understand at that same time, though, there's a lot of people who are into this kind of stuff and no secrets who have a lot of money. And giving somebody like Tom DeLonge $2 million to work research this and do this is like chump change to them. So it's just interesting that he's trying to get this money from like the American people, just people in their backyard working on their lawn. Like, oh, yeah, here, let me give you my pennies, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I just think it's very interesting because there's people who could fund this and really get to 
to the bottom of it. But it's interesting that instead of just asking those, he's trying to, like, first convince them by having strangers give him money. Like, that's going to do it. Or maybe they actually already do fund it, and he's not telling the public so that the public feel like they should donate because they're contributing to this bottom ground cause that's gonna you know make the way themselves i just have a hard time in the ufo community and the alien community and you know consciousness spiritual i just when the first thing they do is try to get money out of you is that's just a huge red flag to me that's all when it comes to tom DeLong. but it's just you didn't have those red flags when it came to stephen greer you oh understand absolutely what I mean? stephen never asked for it's money completely opposite so i understand where he comes from but also at the same time you have to look at it from the other way like well, why is he asking for a bunch of money? It's already been done before without somebody asking for a bunch. But that's because you digged for that. I did dig. Because if you watch his actual thing, the whole thing does not, I mean, he doesn't even say, like, give me money. No, he doesn't say give me money, but also he doesn't really say anything during it, in all honesty. That's true. It's a very long 45 minutes or whatever of just kind of fluff and bullshit that Possibly, stuff I've absolutely. heard before. Like, NASA wrote it for him. Like, go ahead, say this shit. Right, the, the excellent cover. Yeah. Okay, so what's interesting, though, about this whole money thing, so when I go on to the website, and I go down and I was reading all these dumbass, like, facts and questions things that people ask, one of the thing it was, you know, who can donate? Pretty much everyone in the world can donate besides Canada. Interesting. Nobody in Canada, no residents, no one, they are not allowed to take a dime from Canada. Hmm. Canadians in general. That's interesting. Isn't that weird? It's a little bit of a weird thing. I was so, I was weirded out. I had to read it like three times and then I went to a second section of how can I donate and then again it came can in I and I said something we cannot weird? take money That's from kind Canada. Of parallel Why? To that. So, you know, um, in Houston, they had the big hurricane. So they're trying to give relief to people and giving them money from the insurance companies. And to order pick up your check, you have to like fill out paperwork. And in the paperwork says that you'll accept this money, but you promise not to be in opposition of Israel. It what literally says that in the document in order for you to pick up your relief money that you as a citizen and for your life will not oppose Israel. What does this mean though? It's just our government adding some weird thing it. into it. It's the same thing about why can't Canada, Canada donate. I really want to get into that, though. If I ever see him, if he ever shows up to, like, Alien Con or Contact in the Desert and a- any other event that we attend. It's the first thing we ask. Oh, I'm going to swarm his ass. Actually, he's probably going to have bigger security than Greer or anyone else. Can I just say also, though, let's shout out to Stephen Greer's security, though, because they were friends to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, they really helped us. Yes. They were we got, super sweet. I'm not going to say that we got, you didn't get screwed over, but it was just this weird confusion with tickets and long story short, we didn't have what we needed to get through at one point. And these people really worked to say, no, they're legit. They have their ticket. Yeah, and like, they didn't even really know. I mean, it was just because we Yeah, met. it was Stephen Greer's like assistant or something like that. And it was this dude, and I don't remember his name. Forgive I wish me I could, for it. Because yeah. he said, oh yeah, just he was tell him super so nice. and so. So said. when I got there, I said that, and the first security guard was like, no. And then another one of Stephen Greer's assistants says, oh no, if, if she said that that person did that, he did that. You can let her back. And they were so irritated because this, the person that was checking for those tickets to let people oh through. Oh my God. Oh, he was so like, nope. And he nope. said, Sorry, if you don't have a ticket, you're not getting through. He did not care about Mm-mm. the small story whatsoever. Whatsoever. And that was really nice of them. They were very, very nice. They're sweet people. And we had a great time. But 
I fell asleep multiple times during the meditation, though, I won't lie. I have to say, if you don't meditate, it definitely takes practice. And even I, one who does, and I don't do as much as I would like to, it's still difficult to stay awake sometimes. Yeah. Especially if you're sleepy. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and we're sitting there, and we're trying to go deep into well, and there, meditation. Yeah, and there's and like music going you know on, it, your eyes are closed, and it's like soothing, and we're talking. Uh, this event is uh, Contact in the Desert. We're super sad because... Contact in the Desert this year is not going to be at Joshua Tree for the first time in Contact in the Desert history. And I'm a little bit upset because Joshua Tree is one of a kind. It's definitely a UFO hotspot. Yeah, and we're and, and the place that they used to have it at is like the Metaphysics uh-huh. Center, it's a, Retreat it's Center. Mental Physics. Mental retreat. Physics Retreat Center. And it just has a different like chillax hippie vibe. You're people in the desert. Are there. It's hot. Yeah. yeah. The people that are there really chilled out it's every people. year. They just these people are loving. They are just really down-to-earth, naturalistic type of people. And I hope that even if we are to go to a resort this year where it's going to be held, that it'll still have those types of people. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a different vibe because we're not sitting outside slumming it in the desert where we actually are like inside in this beautiful resort with pools and spas and shit. This is, we're flying down. Different. And I have to throw it out there. I kind of hope that it's not because some of the speakers are getting like bigger and bigger. And, and they're being more demanding. Being a little bit more like, well, I don't so have to understand. Well, yeah, you have to understand by contact to the desert. It's hot as fuck. You're down there in June. You're in the middle of the desert. It's hot. You have to keep yourself cool. You have to bring your own water. You have to bring your own chairs. It's definitely fun for yourself kind of situation. And it can get uncomfortable at times. Well, I guess then that's a good it, that's a good reason. You know, I, I didn't think about it like that. I thought of it more like, well, the, accommoda- the accommodations have never been fancy or high in Joshua Tree. There is no top hotel whatsoever. Even the speakers that are there, if they're staying oh, yeah, they're there, slumming it. They're slumming they're it. They're slumming it. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying I hope it's not because they're getting, you know, pretty big that they feel like they need a better place to stay. The night washes like at Big Rock and stuff like that. Like we're not going to be able to do that this year at the hotel. Or you think they're going to have it off site? Not at Big Rock because we're not close enough. But they're going to have stuff like that that we're going to go out to. Yeah, they will. There's already going to be. I already saw that. Um, there's definitely going to be a night watch, and I guarantee it will be with Melinda Leslie. You know, it's really it's an Indian Wells. So it's not that far from Joshua Tree. When you look at the map, it almost looks like it's underneath Joshua Tree. Kind of, yeah. So it's, you know, below instead of above. It's parallel, yeah. Yeah, so it's still going to be in the desert. I'm hoping that because it is a resort that it's going to be a little bit more secluded. So it'll still be dark. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to compare it to when I did night vision with Melinda in Sedona. Mm-hmm. It was still a city. But, you know, you go a little bit off, off but you're still yeah. in the city. And it's, yeah. the, it's the fact that not the city so is pollution. not huge yeah. that you can still see beautiful stars. I mean, we saw incredible things. So, you know, my standards are not crushed, you know. I mean, I'm open. I think it'll still be great. I hope that even we won't be like, oh, should we just go get a massage instead? No, never. I would never do that. (gasps) Should we just grab a comfort and some tea? Yeah, no, we would definitely not do that. Um, Why don't we bring it back, Brie, though? You know, you guys, we're going to talk a lot about the trips we'll be taking and stuff. You'll hear more and more about them as we get closer. But why don't we bring it back to Tom DeLong real quick, and why don't you go ahead and give me your, like, uh... Final thoughts. Uh, what, what little nuggets of truth do you want to tell me right here at the end? Okay. 
I think that the whole Tom DeLonge thing is a partial disclosure. I think it's completely controlled by the government. And also with Stephen Greer, he has been warning about this fake alien invasion, that that's going to be the next false flag, is that we're, we're going to be in fear mm-hmm. um, of these aliens. We're going to do everything we can, all this sort of thing. And I kind of feel like with Tom DeLonge... He's championing it. Like, yeah, he's championing this is it the beginning. Along. Like, he's like, I'm in. Like, I'm behind this. Let's push exactly. it forward. Exactly. And yeah. that's my concern is because that's not the type of disclosure that we need whatsoever. And also, I'm not for it because I feel like if you're already in this community, then you know the second you see that whole thing, you're like, this is bullshit. We've known this Tell for a long time. Tell us what we want it. Yeah. yeah. Give us something different. Give us something different. Give us something for, new. Maybe for your dad who happens to look. Wow, oh, this is new. Trying to explain flat earth to your dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Other than that, for the other per- for the other people that are in this community, come on. This is Fuck this guy. And- I agree. That's why I'm not the biggest fan of Tom DeLonge. In all honesty, I, I just, I think that it's shit it's, that's been regurgitated to us several times. And I just think, you know. It's not even good enough, though. It's not. Yeah, we We've need, had better food. We, yeah, we need more than this. There's more that needs to come <laughs> out. Like, good for him for, like, wanting to be involved. And it's good that he's bringing attention to it. But at some point, we're going to need some real fucking information. So mm-hmm. why don't we have it? Yeah, that's true. And it's really sad because um, at other events I've been to, I've heard like big speakers bring him up. And I remember hearing about it. Oh, when we were at AlienCon, that's all people ask questions about. All the time. All I the was time like, was like the Tom DeLong files. And that's when Linda Moulton Howell was talking to him and was in contact with him. Yeah. And so I've yet to finish watching her video, but I know that she did come out with um, a video on YouTube and she made some comments about how she did work with Tom DeLong and. Um, about a week or so before he came out with this, he had a whole new panel of um, his quote-unquote high-ranking insiders. And she wasn't one of them anymore. Obviously, because she, we didn't see her on no, there. No, absolutely if not. She, honestly, if Linda was on there, I would have been like, okay. I'm a little more into it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's more and more that will leak out about him, more people will be talking about it. Speaking of leaking out... Why don't we talk a little bit about the uh, JFK files, Brie? How about you go first because this is your thing. All right. JFK files. All right. So mm. me and Brie debated a little bit back and forth on this subject. And I uh, immediately, when I heard that they were coming out, I was like, Brie, we have to talk about them. And she was like, snooze. That's boring. I'm not into it. Yeah. She was like, this no, is dumb. I, I saw you post on our thing about it. On our Instagram. Like, yeah. yes, like, so it's a file. Yeah. And I wanted to barf all over I that. know you did. I texted you immediately like, what the fuck? I was like. <laughs> she did. Like, why would you post that? Like, that's so garbage. Garbage, 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 garbage. I'm like, we are two people. I'm like, we're two sides of the coin. You're like, exactly, bitch. Two sides of the coin. You're one side, I'm the other. So, you know, it's like, okay, fine, I'll shut up. But basically, I was so annoyed because I felt like, come on, this is She such- just thought it was such bullshit. But I think, then I think the closer it got and the things that got, came out, she was kind of like, okay, what's going on here? And you wanted to know a little bit. I think that the big thing is, like, what maybe turned you off to it was that Trump was releasing it. And 
so anti-Trump. No, because actually, I looked it up. Okay, okay. I looked it up, and it has I nothing thought. to do with him. Exactly. All, so, but that's. But I think why you didn't like it in the beginning is because you were like, "Ugh, Trump's attached because to this." I thought this but, is such a scheme on Trump to be like, "Yes, I'm. Ex- I'm lifting the veil. I'm exposing the bullshit. I'm so great. Like I worked hard to get these no, files exposed for you." He definitely took credit for it. Don't get me wrong. He took yeah. credit for it, but it really had nothing to do with him. It was a law that was passed in 1992, and the expiration date was up, and they had to release things. True. Don't get me wrong, they didn't release all of them. Exactly. But, That's why I was but, irritated. But here's the one thing that I do give props to President Trump for. Instead of just saying that they're not going to be released, he gave it back to the agencies and said, you have 180 days to come out with a report telling me why I shouldn't release this. But that's the that's the part that we want to see. But there, but those the reasons why they don't want to. That's going to be made public. They're going to be like, there's just stuff in there. No matter what, they're going to say, um, it would compromise our national security. But they have to give him a, more, a better reason than that. If you have 180 days to really investigate something, because obviously he wouldn't say that if he didn't see something in there that he thinks should be released. Yeah, the whole fucking thing, probably. Yeah. The problem is, is they're probably thinking, who's really going to go and dig through all of them? So I, okay, so here's, I tried. So Bree texted me last night and was like, "I'm trying to read the JFK files and it's really hard." And I said, "Bree, go to the Guardian or some other news website. They're having blogs like, with live let updates. Let them do it for you. Yeah, it was like with live <laughs> updates every hour. I was like, I was like, you got to find the lazy way to do this. Like, let them do the work for you. No, I want to read it for myself because that's a whole other thing of you want to read tell two thousand pages though with no context to them. Yes, I love least, to read. But the least the good things about something like The Guardian or some of these websites that have, like, you know, people looking into it and posting things, like, at least you're giving, you're getting, like, a lot of people's conclusions about it. It's not, like, some bias. Like, it's everybody reading it, and they're like, oh, my God, look at this piece of yeah. paper. Look at this piece I'm of paper. I'm still going to continue reading it because I do think that it's interesting. I can tell you that the one thing that I did read were three cases back to back. They were all basically trying to investigate the CIA for having anything to do with foreign assassinations. Mm. And I thought that was great. On Cuba. There yeah. was a part, there was actually a part inside the files that were the CIA was talking about different ways to assassinate Fidel Castro. But the thing was that they were basically saying that they had no part in it, but they were investigating them anyway. But they were investigating and they were they were actively giving su- suggestions on how to assassinate him. I thought they that was say, great. They say that they never did it, but they were constantly had different ideas. Like they would put bounties out on him and they would put bounties out on like high level officers inside Cuba to the Cuban people to make it look like there was like a coup going to happen. Like, definitely false flags that they were fucking planting inside there that they were like, there was definitely a lot of stuff in the files about like ideas that they had to, you know, blow up a ship and make it look like Cuba did it. Definitely false flag like, um, plans that they had inside of these things. Yeah, definitely. Even, and even at at one point I read one file that said something about, you know, Hoover, who was uh, the head of the CIA at the time was actually wrote a memo saying that he was concerned that the whole Lee Harvey Oswald situation was going to be turned into a conspiracy. And inside that memo, he talks about what can we do to make the public understand that he's the only shooter. Hmm. What can we do to convince them that this is the only thing? So the government was actively seeking ways in order to, you know, only bring one narrative to the story. Yeah. That's funny. It's freaking weird. But that's what I'm saying is even though we're reading these documents and they seem pretty boring, they do give little bits and pieces and the little trail Mm -hmm. of 
bullshit. And it, even there's there's pieces of the documents that have you know um, uh, Marilyn Monroe and um, JFK's Ooh, brother. Yeah, there's stuff talking about them talking about how um, there was like a high priced you know call girl who was Ooh, questioned. Girl. Yeah, like questioned by somebody in the, somebody by talking about like. JFK and sex parties, <gasps> and she went to the FBI to tell them. And oh my God. yeah, like someone was trying to like, and she said that there was there's nothing like that. I didn't tell them anything. So there's stuff like that that's inside there. That just interesting things that you would never imagine that you were gonna see inside there. Definitely. Um, what I did read though with the three back to back cases, they weren't. I didn't get to read them planting anything. What I read was them saying, um, if the CIA did assassinate them who gave them the orders okay and like why basically saying what is it that gave them the right to kind of like compartment compartmentalize how do you say that like yeah deep I know what you're saying, but I don't know. Uh, basically, who gave them the okay to do it and to keep that kind I have of like that an answer. insider secret? I have that answer. The CIA was like, it was very suggested to them that the person who orchestrated this entire thing was Lyndon B. Johnson. Who's that? One of the presidents. A former president. Did you say Linda? Lyndon. Oh, I thought you said yeah. Linda. No. Who the hell's Linda Johnson? No. And that he definitely, like, like he definitely had some type of, like, the government was suspecting that he had some type of hand in this. Like, he was some type of mastermind. And that's, that's what these cool. documents say. These documents are, like, we're suspicious of him. Mm. Um, something else that the documents kind of go over is talking about how they were actually tailing Lee Harvey Oswald days before the assassination. Like, it, they were, he was on their radar and they knew about him. And he was in, like, I want to say, like, maybe Mexico or some random country. And they, they knew he was there. And then they knew when he traveled over to, um, when he traveled over to America and they lost him somewhere in Texas. And that's when the CIA informed, like, the Texas police and, and all the people who were down there, like, hey, he's down there somewhere and something's going to happen. And there was a lot of reports to, um, to people in, in Texas and, and people, I think, even like BBC was like um, told like hours before the assassination was going to happen that it was going to happen. Like there were definitely people out there who made comments about it and stuff. And like people knew it, it what the government, what the files really say about the government is that the government knew a lot of things that were going to happen, but for some reason just didn't prevent any of them. I sort of think that's bullshit too, because you're telling me that our freaking government, our CIA lost this one man, like they were tailing him, and all of a sudden we lost him. Yes. So call one, the people and give them okay. an alert. He's on. He's on the loose. So here's the one thing you have to understand. So That's back in that team. time, they had a lot different technology than we have now. We don't know that. So we have. Well, yes and no. So you have to think of just even just how how much technology we've accumulated in the last ten years compared to ten years that ago. That is still dumbed down, and I'm sure we're oh, way yeah, absolutely. far advanced. I'm so, so. But I'm saying, but you have to remember, it's a different time that they have going on. So you have to give them a little bit benefit of the doubt. It's a little bit harder to keep track of people. But I think that something like that, the reason it was done that way was so that way the bills and laws could be passed in order to make it so they have more surveillance on people. It's like, oh, let's make it sound like we lost them and so that way we can take away more people's rights. We need more money. We need more money and we need to surveil people more. We need more access to people's personal information. Right. And so we can prevent things like this. So it could still be bullshit, but it's the fact that they're they're saying that. 
well, one thing that I really enjoy about these files is like conspiracy is written all over them and not and I don't mean conspiracy like the government did it or something but I mean even the government was thinking about conspiracies it's yeah. all over these papers they're definitely very concerned of what people are going to think about stuff they're like oh no oh my god mm-hmm. you guys how do we diffuse this situation so people don't think it's this different thing they never confirm or deny whether it was which one but they're definitely talking about the different options of things your favorite confirm nor deny but I also, I was really skeptical of them because I felt like it was very easy to make your own fake files. Oh, they could. They could bullshit stories. Oh, in they all could honesty, rewrite yeah, them. None of, there's a possibility that some of, of this, this is just, true. none of it's true and it's just the government putting propaganda out there for us to just consume and just, here's a narrative we're feeding to you guys again for you guys to, you know, digest and understand and continue on with your life. Um, but I just think a lot of the information that's in there is definitely interesting. I don't suggest reading them for yourself. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely say look at like the guardian is a really good one. There's a couple few other websites out there where they're, you know, they have a lot of historians looking into this documentation and coming back out basically with cliff notes in order to tell people what's really going on. And the best thing about this is there's over what 3000 documents or something like that. It's going to take at least months for them to get through it all. So the only, the little snippets you're hearing now that you think are juicy could possibly only get better there's probably stuff so hidden inside there you know no yeah. one's gonna start on page 497 who knows what's on that page you know what i mean that's true because like what i did is i just kept scrolling and i was just fill out the intuitiveness boo pick one and you were like where I do picked i go one and then it happened to be three different instances of the assassinations and oh yeah people there was even one testimony of someone saying you know they went as far as to picking the person out that they were going like the close um, like the insider person that was mm-hmm. close and that they were going through all all of the little details before. And it, I thought that was cool that they were admitting that pretty much the CIA has some dark. Oh, yeah. Dark, dark covert. Oh, yeah. Operations and oh, yeah. freaking sneaky little beakies. And that other parts of the government were trying to investigate that. Either they really were trying to investigate that or they were just kind of fluffing over some documents to make it seem like they did, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Just so that there's documentation that they're trying to be good people. But, you know, like I said, there's so much else going on. There's a lot more to read through. There's a lot of other things to really that we're going to gather from this information. So definitely this is like we can't cover it in one night, only days after it came out. There's so much more. Like, I want to know because President Trump was definitely teasing Ted Cruz about like his. So there's like a conspiracy that Ted Cruz's dad has something to do with the assassination. And Donald Trump has been definitely like teasing Ted Cruz about it. Like. I know your dad did it, and I'm going to release some shit that says it, so I'm definitely waiting for the Ted Cruz connection to come out, and when they find that, I'm excited for that one. You think that's true? I don't know. It might have been Trump just being a troll, because he's a fucking troll, and that's what he would do, but I think it's very interesting, and people are <laughs> looking for that, and if they do find something, I'm interested in to know That'd what, be what that was. That'd cool. Because he obviously, Donald Trump maybe didn't read this, but he definitely probably got highlights of what was inside of it, you know what I mean? Oh, he had he, to. He, he, pro- he had to some type of briefing. Yeah, he had to have had some type of like talking points of like, oh, this is what's going to happen. So I said, are you sure you, this, you want to get into this, sir? Are you sure? And he said, have you seen the shit that I've been causing lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, we, but we did want to cover that because I felt like October has been this sneaky little month of baby bits of disclosure. Even if it's bullshit disclosure, partial disclosure, it's still, it's like a little leaking pipe. 
Do you know what I'm saying? It's like again, yeah, definitely. With the like it, it, it seems like we're just being dripped fed this information very slowly on different platforms. Whether it has to be with the JFK files or anything like that, like it's very interesting what they've what they're trying to feed us and like what information they're giving us and at what rate they're giving it to and to who they're giving it to us to consume, you know? So it's definitely, it's going to be interesting in the next few months, I think, because I think a lot more, especially with like the holidays coming on and stuff, they're definitely going to ramp up a lot of shit that's happening. Maybe while everyone's really distracted and they're just trying to freaking rack up their credit cards. So speaking of the word distracted, why don't we just talk about that real quick? So something that's going on in the media right now is a lot of distraction, I think. So I said to Brie earlier that like, well, you know, what's weird is there's a lot of space in the, in the news right now and she said there's also you know the shootings and the things that are going on there's so many distractions the JFK files and it's so interesting the kind of things that are happening that like mm-hmm. they distract you from other things so there's a lot going on with space right now and just as the buzz is starting to come up you know the JFK files get dropped so it changes everybody's uh, you know direction to ooh what's this going on yeah. here you can't be looking at them all yeah, and so they're we pe- do. yeah exactly. So people <laughs> people drop up drop off on that like space news, and they're like, "Ooh, what's going on over here?" So I think it's very interesting the timing mm-hmm. that we definitely have these files coming out at. It's very interesting that yeah. all of a sudden all this disclosure is happening, and then you know a conspiracy shit gets dropped. Like real interesting time. that they're gonna distract with some like, "Oh, UFOs." Oh yeah, here's just a reminder that conspiracy is real, and they drop it out there For like sure. trying to distract everyone. And I was like, "Oh, okay." That's very interesting. Yeah, and like the mainstream, you know, like extra, extra kind of crap. Read all about it, yeah. Right? It's all this um, Weinstein shit with the oh, Me God. Too campaigns. But there's all these people that have now been fired. I mean, there's like all these type of this crazy people. yeah this craziest and here's the one thing I will say about the Harvey Weinstein situation like it was a, it's a horrible thing that's happened he's a monster but I think it's very interesting that his story has survived past one or two news cycles so a lot of what happens inside of the media is you see something for a news cycle or so and then you get distracted by other stuff but his not over letting up no matter what yeah what no matter what kind of stuff is being dropped out and kind of drip fed to us that is definitely staying very prevalent yeah. in the media like, like people are not Well, you know what I think it is, though, is I think it's people are not letting it go. They're refusing to let the news cycle glaze over it. They're like, no, we're dealing with this as a society, and you're going to listen to this problem and have it dealt with. Like I said, the the biggest thing I'm really interested in is, like, the change that's happening. I think that there's an epidemic of... um, I have to agree. Do you think it's an epidemic, or do you think that it's more, like truth is coming out. No, I think that people didn't... I don't think this is anything new. I don't think it's anything new, but I think people did it behind a lot of closed doors and people didn't talk about it. I thought that was Hollywood. Yeah, so now I think that there's this, like, we're going to talk about this dirty secret that's going on. Like, we're going to stop this. It's it's a disclosure on a different level of something else. Yeah, so that's what's interesting. It's just another facet of disclosure. Yeah, this is what really goes on in the world. Again, just bits of disclosure. So this is an interesting time. Well, it is because, you know, we definitely, you know... It's made to seem like we live, especially here in America, we live in this perfect world where everything's perfect and normal and bad things don't happen and you don't have to lock your front door because who would come in and rob you and kill you kind of situation. Who fucking locks our door? Well, but I'm just saying, but that's what America wants to portray. No, I absolutely agree with you, yeah. America wants to to portray this. White picket fence Mm -hmm. on bacon and apple pie. Yeah, when you have something like the Harvey Weinstein or the, you know, Tom DeLonge or, you know, the Houston shootings that happens, it disrupts that perfect view of what's going on and it shakes people just to their core that they just don't they don't know how to comprehend it there's just so much going on but like I said I'm proud of the people who are championing this like 
Harvey Weinstein stopping this, you know, sexual harassment that's happening on women. Because I can tell you guys, it happens to women every day, constantly, all the time. I've had it happen to me a million times, and it's it's baffling. And I'm glad that people are finally just bringing attention to it. We need more of that, more attention to that, and more attention to UFOs. And it's also annoying, though, that it's been happening this whole time, and then now that people are speaking out, that now everyone else wants to act like they care. That's yeah. what's annoying to me. Is but at least, here's the thing. What I'm glad about is at least it's being talked about. Because you could have the instance where you're talking about somebody like, say, Hillary Clinton. And you're talking about the people who investigate her and her family who mysteriously, miraculously end up dead for no reason with no explanation of what really went on. So I'm glad that the, it's being talked about and people aren't trying to suppress it. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's a super weird time, though. It's, it's almost like, I imagine... Standing in a hallway and there's a million TVs around you and everyone is filled with something like so baffling and extreme that you're just trying to like whip your head back and forth and look at all the different screens and you can't. That's pretty much what what our life is like. Okay, so I'm going to give like an even more extreme example of that. So like, (laughs) this is going to sound super fucked up and we might not even keep this in the podcast, but so basically it's like people's taste inside porn. So porn used to be, listen, listen, it's a good analogy. So porn used to be like a magazine you looked at titties and it is what it is. Well, now because of this invention of the internet, you have like people looking at the craziest porn in the entire world and we're so desensitized to everything that it gets more and more extreme so that's what's happening inside of our media so we see like these stories that are little but they don't resonate because we see it all the time so this huge horrible terrible thing has to happen for us to get a reaction about it and sadly and sadly a great way to put that is when you talk about porn because you see some people (laughs) who are into some weird freaky shit and they're like I'm so desensitized to everything that this is the only thing that does it for me it's this level of where you're getting fed things Mm -hmm. and then you get numb to them so you have to go up one right. you know level even more and that's what's happening in our media right now and that's just like everything though really you could take that all over you could yeah that's a good example it, i know it's a little shocking at first because you're like what but it's it, people look the dark web exists and people watch some weird shit so i don't even want to imagine what people could be into Gross. so yeah i guess it's just the beginning of our partial deceiving bits of truth um, type of disclosure reality sort of that's happening right now it's interesting to see what will happen um, throughout the next weeks and months like you were saying yeah definitely like me and Brie were talking about it's definitely a time of disclosure and there's going to be a lot more going on so we're definitely going to be having little updates on things especially like even the JFK files and Tom DeLonge will definitely be talking about other little things that we see um, and we'll be bringing you know informations and nuggets to you Um, you'll be hearing from us next week we're going to be doing a lot of Instagram live and just remember to follow us and go ahead and um Send us an email at that one time I was abducted at Gmail. Um, go ahead, DM us on Instagram. We have Twitter. We're on iTunes. Sound. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Google Plus. So follow us and definitely email us and let us know what's going on, guys. Love you guys. Bye. I'm so fucking hot. Brie. I know. That's why I'm saying I'm we dying. Are. I know you're dying. I'm dying. Is it because that candle? I don't know what it is. It's yeah, it's that candle. I think it's the light because it's like right on me, but I'm just like sweating. Wait, it's do you fun. feel like, do you feel like you're being intimidated? What's that? The intimidation room? Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like I'm being interrogated. <laughs> I get interrogated. Oh, my God. Okay, give me my phone so I can charge it when I'm okay, doing please. this. Yeah, I'm dying. We totally need a break. Can you push stop?